So love and awe of God are wings of the bird. And just as the bird is kosher without wings, it's kosher, meaning you fulfill the mitzvah and you have a connection to God, even though you're not motivated with the love and awe of God, the reverence of God. So it flies high. Only when you have that reverence, when you have that love, motivated by that, you're illuminating your mitzvah. Now, so what comes out is that the wings being secondary to the body and the head of the bird, because if it doesn't fly, it still lives, it still exists, doesn't exist in its fullest. So likewise, the mitzvah doesn't uh, exist in its fullest if you just do the mitzvah and you do not have love and awe of God. But isn't love and awe of God one of the 613 commandments themselves? So then why would you, that means just as every commandment is an end in itself, so isn't the love and awe of God also an end in itself and not just a means to an end? That's what it would seem like if it's a mitzvah. Yet we describe it as mere wings. Mere wings are only secondary. They're a means to an end, not an end in themselves. So the alternative explains, because the goal of love actually is to serve God resulting from this love. In other words, the purpose doesn't lie in love itself, but love is a motivator to bring you to serve God through the mitzvah. And that's why love is likened to wings. It's secondary. Just as the wings are secondary to the bird, the love is secondary because it is a means to an end rather than an end in itself. In other words, the end is the mitzvah, studying Torah, putting on tefillin, giving charity, eating matzah on Passover, uh, relighting Shabbos candles, and the like. Yet, is love only a means to an end? The truth is, there is love that doesn't require service. In other words, not as a tool to serve God, but it is itself as an end in itself. And that's called avabitanugi, a love of delights. When you delight in God, not for what God does for you, but in God himself. But this is at a very lofty level that the righteous have now, and we will have only when Mashiach comes. We won't not we will not experience that today. So what's today then? Today is Hayoim La Today is to do. Today is about doing, meaning in our present time, as opposed to in times of Mashiach. Machar, tomorrow, Mashiach will be here. Then you get the reward. And what's the most prized reward? The love of God as an end in itself. To have real pleasure in God himself. To have real pleasure delighting in God. Not again for what God does for you, but for who God is. Right? That will, is something that's very lofty 
that's something in the times of Mashiach that we will experience that love is an end in itself, delighting in God, period. But today, we can yearn for God. We thirst for God. And we need to quench that thirst. How do you quench it? Well, it's like someone is standing by the river and is screaming, water, water, water. I need water to drink. I need water to drink. Well, there it is. So it's likewise someone who's thirsty. Right? Thirsty for God. You want to connect. You have a love. So it needs to bring you to the water. The waters of Torah. And that's what the prophet says. When he when the prophet laments Isaiah and he says, Ho, oh, all of you who thirst, go to the waters. So if you're thirsty for Torah, of course you're going to go to Torah. No, it means you're thirsty for the love of God. You have a thirst to connect to Hashem. So you need to know that that thirst needs to be quenched by the study of Torah and doing a mitzvah. In other words, we don't have that love as an end in itself, but it's a means to an end. Right? It's a means to an end. With that, we conclude the chapter 40.